Hello, and welcome back to Podcast, the number one podcast for product teams. On today's episode, I sat down with Lolita Guarin, author, speaker, and stress management coach. Originally from Lithuania, Lolita moved to the States to pursue her American dream. She landed in Texas and quickly began climbing up the corporate ladder. Afraid to say no, Lolita quickly saw her health decline and work-life balance come undone. After learning some natural ways to reduce and overcome stress, Lolita started giving advice to her friends and colleagues until eventually, seeing stress management coaching as her calling, she got certified. So today, Lolita is going to share how we can more effectively manage stress in our day-to-day as product managers. Let's get started. Hey, Lolita, welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you for having me. Absolutely. So we wanted to talk today about stress management, but before we do that, could, could you give an, an introduction of yourself and, and what you do today? Sure. So uh, obviously I didn't wake up one day and decided that, you know, we don't have enough stress management coaches. So I want to be one, <laughs> you know, that didn't happen to me like that. I was <laughs> uh, really not doing, you know, not even thinking about stress management, to be honest. And as you can tell, I'm not from Texas. I'm from Lithuania and I came 20 years ago. And uh, when I you know, got this opportunity to come here and stay here, I realized that obviously this is the land of opportunity. So if I work hard, I can get my American dream. And you know, it's, just, it's just so easy when you, you work in hard and you, you try and you learn and you, know, you can achieve you know, from where I'm from back in the day no matter how hard you work and you know that really didn't define your future what defined the future is who you know it's not what your education level is not your experience nothing so it was very different so i i started working in the corporate environment and and i'm not saying that any other environment is less stressful you could be entrepreneur and then it's actually more stressful because then you have to worry about your lifestyle for 24 7 and so i started working in the corporate and I wanted to learn more. So I wanted to ask, you know, I was asking my supervisor, I want to take more responsibilities. I want to learn how to do different things. And then um, I had the coworkers coming to me and asking to help them. And, you know, in the companies, they always have some activities as well as like, hey, you know, we will have this presentation. Can you make some powerful presentation for us now? And so I was afraid to say no. And I was afraid to say that, well, you know, if I'm going to say no, then they will fire me. And, and I was getting all of that work on my shoulders. And then I ended up with like 60 hours a week. And I had no time at all to do any exercise. I mean, like only exercise was you get up from a desk and use a restroom pretty much, you know. And then to have the um, nutrition obviously was bad because, I mean, you know, hot pockets was my go lunch and, and then the pizza and and donuts in the break room. So um, obviously that didn't go well because I, my body said that at some point, okay, this is enough. You know, you cannot just go, go, go like that. And I was seriously thinking, I'm just going to push it through it. And it looked to me like everybody's doing the same thing, especially when, you know, when you tell someone, oh, I'm stressed. It's like, everybody's stressed. Like what you're talking about, big deal. You know, we all stress. But just because we all stress, it doesn't mean that's the right thing to do or like that's the way it should be. Um, obviously we live with stress, so it's not like you get rid of stress altogether, but you should be able to manage it, you know, and nobody teaching us that. So that impacted my health so much that, um, it just totally messed up my hormones. And then I just ended up in the emergency room. And that was a great wake up call because 
I was like, well, you know, I'm young. I thought I could do this. But apparently I couldn't. And I, I figured out instead of taking pills and then being, you know, addicted <laughs> to something and walking like a zombie, I figured there are plenty of natural ways I can manage stress. And then um, I found many natural ways how I can manage it and then was applying to my life and then helped me. So I don't end up collapsing at the end of it. And then I started giving advices to others and then became a certified stress management coach and a life coach. So yeah, that's my little story. Very cool. So the, the audience that, that we have is, is product managers and product management can be a pretty stressful job because we have several different responsibilities. It spans across basically the entire organization and we have to juggle a lot of things at once. So kind of getting into those, those natural ways to manage stress, what, what would be some of your advice that, that we could start putting into practice today to start managing stress? Um, I, when I did my research with lots of um, different people and companies and the managers and the CEOs of different companies, I interviewed over 250 people that um, were already managed stress very well or they were still learning how to manage stress. Um, one thing came for sure that uh, it's very important to know what's your goal. There are so many people uh, being put on the projects or um, they just don't you know, give the responsibilities that they don't even understand what those are. So it's very important to know what's the goal and what is the person really shooting for. And then to understand that, um, it's like, do you know how to do it? If you don't know how to do it, you need to ask for somebody for help. And I think that someone who is a manager of uh, any other more people or team, or even just one coworker to another coworker, now we have to kind of look up for each other. We have to make sure that everybody knows that this is the team and you know which direction are we all rowing in the same boat. And I had project managers that will complain to me and like my clients, like. I want to do all of this, but at the end of the week, I have few of them that they never perform well. But when I come and ask them, do you understand? They're afraid to tell me that they don't understand actually what they need to perform. So there's lots of time and energy lost and a lot of stress produced because people don't know how to do things and they're afraid to say it or afraid to say, no, I don't know how to do this. And so the clarity is very important to know what is your goal and then make the steps every single day to do it, even small steps, you know, until, but that's, you know, what the project management is like, this is where we're going, this is how we're going to achieve it. It's very important to all the team members to know this is how we're going to do it and do it every single day. And especially now when we're sitting in the, uh, you know, plenty of people sitting at home and they're working from home, it's very easy to just get sidetracked and you just can concentrate on something else and just totally forget the goal. Also, it's very important to the, the clarity of, um, is that step that you're going to do today will really move you forward. There are so many things that are being done that are really just um, little things that people spend so much energy and time on, on things that really probably would not even matter in the long run. So to understanding of this is where we're going and that's very important. That will eliminate the stress. Also, I, uh, another thing I learned from the big CEOs, they said as soon they start delegating to other people, they, they um, big projects or asking for help, just asking for help and saying, hey, can you help me with this? And finding other people who can do things better than they, then totally, um, you know, they get more time to spend on things that they cared and they, they can perform well. So it also leads to the 
we have to know that the right people are in the right places and they know how to do it and because you know we all like doing different things or so we know how to do uh, things you know differently so creating a team that actually can you know row in that boat one direction and at the best that they do i think it's very important yeah for sure and it, it sounds like there's two major pieces to that right where um, if we have clarity around our goals, it creates the ability for us to focus. And, and then if we have focus around what we're doing in our day to day and we have the competence to actually execute on those things, um, th then we mitigate that stress in our role. And, and if we don't have the competence or maybe we're not the, the best suited for a certain task, um, that, that's when we have those opportunities to delegate or ask for help. Yes, and also um, to add on to the uh, stress management part of this is definitely we all, no matter what you do really during the day, you need to take um, a break because the burnout, you know, you could be doing amazing project that you love so much and you feel like you're the one to stop, you know, it's like, or you think, okay, I'm going to feel, as soon as I finish this thing, then I'm going to go. And then the next thing you know, it's already like, you know, six hours into this and and um, you, your bodies, especially those who are sitting at the computer all day, now many sit at home. So it's physical um, activity is very important. And as we know, any exercise or just standing up and you know doing uh, something that uh, elevates your energy is very important. You know, so I know you know not, not many people can go now to the gyms and like, well, I can or I cannot go outside and run. That's okay. You can just take a break and run in one place just you know stand up wherever you are and you just run in one place or you just um uh, another exercise that you can do that elevates the energy level very fast um uh, so imagine that you're climbing a mountain and um you climbing and climbing at some point you're going to get tired so obviously your breathing will change as well you will breathe in more deeply right so you'll be like breathing in and then breathing out and then you will do this breathing exercise i can demonstrate i was like well guess what if you're gonna do this for one minute <laughs> you're gonna have so much brain and oxygen to your brain you definitely will wake up and will be more energized and that doesn't even take that much time to do it so it's very important to think about your day and have your to-do list of course you need to have all those big items big um goals on the list that you need to do every single day but don't forget um, also the tasks that you can delegate to others or totally eliminate it because there are many things that we think we need to do but actually they're not important or make no difference at all so you can look at something on to do on your list and think okay will this impact my life will i see the difference in a year if i'm going to do this um, if you don't see a difference then there's no point of doing it uh, of course big goals take a longer time so they may be you know like let's say okay i want to uh, exercise for 30 minutes today but that's not going to change your body from today to tomorrow but over a month or two you will see the difference so you want to make sure you're doing something and investing your time and energy something that's actually um, going to make difference in your life or difference in others life and you need to take a break the self-care is so important no matter you sit at home right now working or you're working in the office environment anywhere else because the first thing is we all think well because you know stress we're all stressing this, this thing is normal and well um that is impacting 
our health so much that um, I just read the research is that a stressful, the stress impacts your body so much. It's like you have been smoking 15 cigarettes a day. It's the impact on the body. And stress in, in increases inflammation in the body and then inflammation causes uh, heart disease and all kinds of diseases. So uh, stress actually is number one killer, <laughs> you know, not, not cancer yeah. or not, you know, but it's just stress. And I think it's just been not enough attention paid, to, you know, um, it, plenty of companies, you know, when they do lunch and learns, they have wellness programs. And when they ask them, okay, so, who did what? What did people didn't invite it? Majority of you know the, the people who get to talk to companies uh, is like nutritionists. They're talking, hey, eat this, don't eat that. And then they invite people who explain some exercises, you know, do this, don't do that. But like mental health and stress is like totally forgotten, never even noticed. And you know, it's it's funny with this pandemic, there are so many things that being looked at from a different perspective now. And um, I'm I'm happy that such unhappy thing as a pandemic, but brought some uh, clarity about mental health, how important that is, and how uh, stress impacts our body, and how can we actually come out of it and learn something so we can take care of ourselves. So when you look in your busy day and you have, you know, all your goals and your to-dos, you need to make an appointment with yourself, put it in a calendar that you're going to do 10-15 minutes, um, a break. And maybe you heard of it, there's a Pomodoro method they call, like 45 minutes work and then 10, 15 minutes you take a break. It, again, depends, you know, you should try different intervals, but um, you cannot just go, go, go um, and continuously working. You have to take a break. And, you know, I hear all the time and I did this myself, like, no, I don't have time for this. It's like, no, you don't understand. I have no time for this. Then you need to think, okay, so when you all burn out, uh, what's going to happen? you're going to miss some details. This means you will need to redo the same thing because you're going to do some uh, mistakes. And actually, because you are not taking care of yourself and your, your stress and you're not taking the break, it will cost you more of, of headache later on and you will use more of your time and your energy. So it's better to just take a break. And um, you know, a simple example is this, like if I give you a glass of water and I tell you to hold it, uh, how long you think you can hold it until your hands start hurting? No, but if you will, you know, put, get a glass of water and you hold it and then you put it on the table and then you take a break and you pick up again and you put it down again, you can do this all day long. So it's the same goes with stress. You have to have an appointment with yourself. You have to help yourself to do little things. And I know, I know, it's like, no, I don't have time for this. It's like, put an alarm on your phone and every hour give yourself one minute. Okay, everybody can do one minute. And then you just stop whatever you're doing. Of course, if you, you, you know, safe, not driving or operating heavy machinery, then, you know, just close, close your eyes and you just stop whatever you're doing and just breathe in, breathe out, just deeply in and out, just give yourself some little break. And one minute that, you know, everyone can find that one minute. And I hear all the times like, oh, I'm afraid I will fall asleep. It's like, okay, well then put the alarm on then if you think you're going to fall asleep in that one minute. Also hydrate. So many of us are so, especially those who just like workaholics, like we're afraid to hydrate. And, oh, you know, like dehydration can cut 20, 30% of our um, brain work. So if you feel like you feel uncomfortable or you feel like, oh, I'm just burned out, it may be that you just simply dehydrated. So help your body, you release the stress, you know, naturally through just hydrating and, you know, just stand up and do some exercises that, you know, pump the 
blood and oxygen into your brain so you can rejuvenate and you come back to work. Yeah, that, that's a lot of great advice. And that, that practice of scheduling in breaks is something that I've, I've had to do um, in the last couple jobs that I've had because the, the last couple jobs I've had have been very stressful and you know, your calendar can get filled up really quick by other people who need your time. Oh, <laughs> and, yeah. But if you can block out your calendar for you time, for those, whether it's exercise, like a quick YouTube workout video or breathing exercises, having that on the calendar to block it out to where no one else can take that time is super, super valuable and something that's helped me a lot too. So. Oh, that, that, that's good to know that you took care of it before you got sick. <laughs> <laughs> definitely uh because w when i do let myself get stressed out and overworked and i, I let all these things of work and life and side projects that i have kind of close in on me I, I don't respond well to that so i have to be able to give myself some space definitely you know and i and adding on to this um you know in you know i have clients who come to me and they're like you know, your little breathing exercise is not going to bring me a job or, you know, I'm all stressing out, especially right now when oil and gas is low and, you know, I live in Houston, we have so many people being let, let go. And, and I'm, it, the thing is that we all afraid and we stressing out of the unknown. So, you know, you can be breathing as much as you want and doing yoga, but if you're stressing out, which all the stress really you create in your mind, you know, you're still making yourself sick and, you know, that's not going to help you. So taking things in control, I would recommend doing two lists. Just take a piece of paper and write it down. The number one, you need to um, think about what is the worst thing that can happen to you. So when you think, okay, let's say I'll, I'm, network, you know, I'm, I'm going to lose my job and then think about, okay, so that's the worst thing that can happen. And what is your next step? You know, what's the action you're going to take? And then you think, okay, then I'm going to, you know, you know, look at and update my resume and then I will contact some other people. Maybe they can hire me. Okay. What's the worst thing that can happen? Okay. I'm going to lose the house. Can I pay the mortgage? Okay. What's, what was the worst thing? Okay. Then maybe I'll move to my back to my parents. You know, it just kind of goes, goes, gone, and you need to go all the way until it's like, okay, the worst that can happen is you're just going to die, you know? And then when you face this and you think, okay, well, kind of mentally went there and then it, it suddenly doesn't look that scary anymore. Or if it's that scary, then think about where you can ask for help. Who can help you with that? And, if, you know, there's plenty of information. Or you maybe, you know, a friend who can help you or find a job or look through a resume or something. You know, I'm just giving an example. But you just have to make yourself action steps. So when you're writing everything down, you kind of mentally already went there. You know what steps you're going to take. And it doesn't feel that scary anymore. You know, like um, I say, here in Houston, we constantly have hurricanes coming come you know, every year. Uh, the three, four hurricanes have to pass by. And nobody's afraid of them anymore. Why? Because uh, we prepared. Like on the news, they always say, okay, you know, get some water, get some batteries, radio, you know, have your family a plan, what's going to happen, who's going to go where, who's going to call, and all that. And you will look and get this like, okay, if that's going to hit us, then we know how we're going to act. So when you know how you can prepare and what action steps you can take, then you, you know, can take them and it doesn't look that scary anymore. The second list I'm asking everyone to do, even if you stress or not really, uh, it's, a, it's a great um, self-confidence booster is like write it down all your, and another thing maybe was um, Jack Antle, I heard from him, he said write your, uh, your victories, write all the things that you achieved in your life, 
small or big, no matter, just, just, just have it. the longer the list, the better. So when you start stressing out and you think, oh my God, I will never, I will never find a job. You know, remember that there were some wonderful things you achieved, you know, like, you know, you, you, you know, had a, or a big project, you think you're just not going to make it. Then you remind of all the things that you already achieved. And also uh, remember those times when you thought that the worst thing will happen, but actually it didn't happen. Or maybe it did happen, but then you lived through it. So you remind yourself, like, you know, I know I'm stressing out right now. And like, you know, I'm going to lose my job. I might know, you know, I don't know how I'm going to live now. But then think about, well, you know, but I've been through this before and I survived. And I'm in a, you know, I'm in a better place now and I learned something. So I will survive this time too. It's kind of like, you know, on with your thoughts, you need to talk to yourself and try to do more positive and looking at the silver lining on many things and, you know, always encourage yourself like you know things can be worse but they're not that bad and kind of like pull yourself through because you could be doing lots of breathing in and nutrition but if you really stressing yourself inside your thoughts that you know that's also impacting your health as well absolutely yeah i'm, I'm a huge fan of, of little victories and, and celebrating the, the small things i think it it makes a big difference even though some people might think you know so what that doesn't seem like a big deal uh mentally it, it definitely impacts your mood and um, it, it's like in baseball. So I grew up playing sports, right? Like you, you have to hit a bunch of singles until you get, get that home run, right? But that momentum right. builds on top of each other. So Lolita, I, I'm, I'm very curious because um, I, I can be this way, right? Where I perform really well under pressure and under stress. And I think that comes back from like back to my sports background. Like I wanted to be the, the batter up with two outs and I wanted to be the one to take the last shot at the buzzer. Um, and, and I kind of know how I handle this, but I want to hear from your perspective, right? Where, where some people say that, you know, I like to be stressed all the time because I perform better that way. Is that just bravado talking or is there some truth to the sentiment that people perform better under stress and is there a limit to it? Well, uh, uh, first I would say that we definitely, um, well, you know, it's very natural to have stress in our lives. And if, uh, you know, we'll be um, so happy with riding horses everywhere, we would not have cars, you know? So I uh, think of any stress, we're always, you know, human nature is to find better ways how to, you know, make our lives better. So I think if you are not stressing about something, then you are staying in the comfort zone. And so there is no growth. I think, you know, kind of stress is good with gives you growth and um, getting you into new things. But too much stress is definitely not healthy. It's kind of like goes with, you know, that glass story that they said depends how long you hold it. Uh, but, um, the, you know, you mentioned that you, you, you're pretty good with stress. And I think that's, you know, um, it really depends on the personality. And there are some people who don't like to go outside of the comfort zone. And there are plenty like this, like you, you actually like going outside the comfort zone and then pushing and getting through that boundary and then getting your score. So it really depends on the person. Like, um, for example, uh, right now, plenty, you know, we all you know, sit at home and, and, and uh, you know, those... Uh, uh, especially those community, big communities and offices, there will be two or three hundred people um, would be seeing each other a lot of coworkers, <laughs> just people. You will just see so many. And now you're just seeing yourself and your family. And so uh, the, the different personalities, there's just an example, let's say an introvert and an extrovert, it will um, really look at the situation very differently. 
um, and introvert probably will be very happy and saying, oh, thank God, I don't have to look at them again, you know, like for another few months and I can be by myself and I can work, nobody's bothering me. But then if you are dealing um, and you're an extrovert and you really were energized by seeing other people, then it will be a very stressful situation for you. So it really depends how every person reacts to different situations. Um, but also uh, under stress, good performance for those who also are procrastinators. Um, if there are plenty of people, I know my clients who they say, well, if not that deadline, I would have never wrote that book. Um, so it is a good thing. But if you have um, stress every single day and you don't see the way out of it and you're not really managing, you're just going to get sick and which we already know there are plenty of diseases because of just uncontrollable stress. You know, we're not a, no, I wish we could do like, you know, what they say that the gazelle and the lion, like the, you know, gazelle is eating the grass and she's fine. And then suddenly there's a tiger after her and she's running, running and she's stressed. But then as soon as tiger is gone, she just goes eating the grass all nice and peaceful because they just can't switch like that. We can. So if you want to run all your life like that, at some point, you're just going to just stop. Also, it depends how are you going to uh, label that stress. Like, for example, if you say um, you are going to speak on the stage and you're excited, like you're feeling like, oh my gosh, my heart's beating. It's like, oh, I'm so stressing, I'm so stressing. If you're putting a negative label to that, it's stressing. But if you say, I'm so excited, I think that's Mel, Mel Robbins said that. I'm so excited, I'm so excited. And then it becomes not that negative anymore. So like for you, you said, you know, you in sports, so for you, Stress is about winning. It's about getting better, about you know becoming a better person. So you put a positive label onto that that you know carries you through it. So it really depends on the personal personality. You know, like how they what their life is, uh, what the the aspirations, the goals are. You know, and do they want to achieve something? And you know, what is the gift? And you know, what is the treat they will give? You know, and you know. So it depends really on, on the person. But I would not recommend to have stress every single day because I already know you need to take breaks. Otherwise, you'll get. Yeah, I, I completely agree, and and that's kind of my input on it too. Is in in certain bursts, right? Like I perform really well under pressure and stress in certain bursts, but it, but I need at least like a day or two of kind of. Um, I guess down days, so to speak, to to kind of recover from those stressful times where I can either catch up on other things or maybe have kind of a a less packed day to kind of decompress from mm -hmm. <laughs> the, the yeah. stressful time before, yeah. and, and and that really helps me. So I really appreciate you coming on and sharing from a wealth of your experience and, and the research that you've done. And um, I, I know that your advice has helped me. There, there's definitely some new things I'm going to be trying. And, and I'm sure that your advice has helped all of our listeners too. So thank you. Thank you. And I want to uh, tell those who uh, would like to uh, get more of tips and techniques, how to manage stress, can go to um, Amazon and get my book, Crash Stress While You Work. It's just, you know, really just the whole book is only tips and tricks how to manage stress. Very easy to understand. I also uh, do um, teach online courses uh, uh, for busy professionals, which is really um, targeted to the workplace and, you know, the majority of time we spend at work. Um, and for your listeners, uh, if they're interested, um, uh, you can use a, a coupon, just type in half off and you will give 50% off of any of my course. And um, um, also I do lunch and learns uh, for the companies and I teach how to manage stress in the work environment. So if anyone wants to invite me to speak to the team, I'll be very happy to. 
Awesome. Definitely take advantage of that. I'll put the the link to the book and your website for the courses and the the promo code in the show notes. So if if you can uh, if you didn't catch that for those of you listening, uh, go back in the show notes, go grab that and make sure you take advantage of that 50% off opportunity. So thanks again, Lolita, and again, really appreciate you coming on today. Thank you. That was Lolita Gorn, author, speaker, and stress management coach. Some of the tips and tricks Lolita mentioned to help manage stress should be a lot easier to implement during this time when so many of us are working from home and we don't have to worry about what other people will think about us taking breaks or just stopping to breathe. I hope you can start using some of these tools right away. And remember, don't forget to grab Lolita's book with the promo code half off and check out her courses. Both links are in the show notes. Thanks again for joining today and I'll see you on the next episode of Podcast.